This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. This is Will and MJ. So far, maintaining our perfect record for 2021. <laughs> People doubted us. I doubted us, to uh, be honest. Look, but I was our biggest doubter. We're halfway through February now and we haven't missed a week. So yeah. we're getting ready for a big 2021. And this is just these are just the pre-season shows. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a bit of sport that's just starting to roll through yep. the schedule. Mm-hmm. I was at the tennis yesterday. Really? Saw about 15 minutes of Serena. Really? And she put on a clinic. Was it good? What was the atmosphere like? Because it's copying a bit of crap, the tennis, that no one's going and no yeah. one wants to go and everyone's back at work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's a perfect storm because mm. there's no kids there because mm. school's back. Typically, it'd still be holidays. Mm. There's no domestic or international travelers. Yeah. Because no one wants to skip borders in case mm. the border gets slammed shut behind you. Mm. And there's also no old people there. Who love tennis because they they're all scared. Coronavirus, so, so you've got so it's just, just a combination of factors. Mm. So it's people aged between twenty and thirty-five who yeah. um, work in the city and who are getting pissed, pretending to work from home, like yeah. me, who mm. only saw fifteen minutes of tennis but was at the venue for eight hours. <laughs> eight yeah. hours for fifteen. Minutes. Courtesy of Penfolds. Was it sponsored, was it? Yeah. I was oh. putting away glasses of red that I realized were quite expensive. <laughs> Did I didn't, that, they were on the house as part of yeah, the, the no, lunch. Of course. But the bottles were were 1400 a bottle. What? No, it, it, it Grange? Was with dessert. Yeah, it was, it was the Grange. The 2016 Grange. So you're just pumping in Grange. And I had two glasses of it in front of me. Like, this one's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is the grain. Glad we're starting with some nice relatable stuff. We're all just pumping in grain on a Wednesday morning. Thanks to uh, the Channel 9 publicity team <laughs> sending us down there. Yeah, what did you think of the grain? Was it up there with the St. Henri? Or... It's amazing how you, once yeah. you get started, you can be yeah. drinking anything. Really? It yeah. Was, it was wasted on us. Is it? Yeah. And then because I've tasted grain before and it just... It, it's good, but it's red wine. At the it's end red of the day. wine. At the end of the day. You can have the world's nicest apple. You know, it's I still just like, going to taste. How's like your an apple. palate? I feel like my palate's getting better. Oh, it's improving. Uh, my my experience. My nose is better than my palate. I think. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we all right. We should start with the big stories. Yep. Collingwood. Collingwood. What yeah. a week! Huge week for the pies. A proud and historic week. Nick Dacos was down there training with the club, so that was. Good. That's what I wanted to get into. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big week. For the Dacos and, family. And I think um, jumper numbers released on Friday. So huge, huge story. I haven't missed anything there, have we? No, that's no. about it. Speaking well, of Collingwood. On. <laughs> it's not our place to do anything other than Nick Dacos and jumper numbers. Yeah. <laughs> um, congratulations to Nathan Buckley, who but. this week was named in the centre of the Divorced All-Stars Team of the Century. Now, who put the Divorced All-Stars together? This was courtesy of Useless AFL Stats on Facebook. Now, One of the better pages. You should get around it. I think our very first break of the year, Will, when we were a bit rusty, and we still are, let's be honest, but yeah. I think we started with um, AFL coaches being divorced. Yeah. we. And it we, was a difficult conversation to have. So yeah. someone's put together Divorce All-Stars, have they? You'd be Is glad it? to know all three of those coaches made the team. Mm-hmm. Damien Hardwick in a back pocket. Mm. Um as well as Simon Goodwin on a back flank and Bucks in the centre, as I mentioned before. But do you want me to run through the team? Yeah, absolutely. Because some of these, no you're like, oh, that's here, right, they? they are divorced. Mm. This is a superstar lineup. Really? Okay. Yeah. Brian Lake, Norm Smith yeah. medalist in the, in the fullback position. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Bartell next to him. Oh, yeah. Of course, famously So these divorced. all recent sort of divorcees. They're all in the last, yeah, mm. in the last couple of decades. Mm-hmm. Goodwin, as I mentioned, Alex Rance. Is he? Centre half back. Really? Okay. I missed that one. Didn't know that. 
He's married married to God, I think. Is he now? Well, he's, wasn't he? He was a Jehovah's why Witness quit? or something. Um, Danny, in brackets, Dean Laidley. Dean Laidley, yes, he, he would be, yeah. Danny. Danny Laidley. Nicky Winmar on yeah. the wing, mm-hmm. along with Andrew Embley. Formerly known as Dean. Danny yep. now. The, the the forward line is where I wanted to get to because it's it's packed with superstars. Okay. <laughs> Imagine kicking a goal on this forward line. Yeah. Wayne Carey, Dermot Burton, Gary Lyon, Billy Brownless, Brennan Favola, Peter Everett. <laughs> Spider's lucky. <laughs> He's lucky to make the side. On the bench, and maybe. Honest, Spider. It's a bit top heavy, heavy I would have said. It's of like, the six, hmm. Spider's divorce caught me off guard. Yeah. I, was, I didn't <laughs> know I about aware of that one. It's a strange inclusion. The other five are well published. Now, if the ball hits the deck in that forward line, who yeah. picks it up? Well, Gary and Billy are next to each other, so they don't have to. <laughs> They might start on opposite sides of now the who's in the of the fifty. Line? Um, Sam Newman in the ruck. Yeah, we'll famously be, divorced. We're going times, to be, I think we'll be talking. I've about got a little bit of Sam content coming yeah. up, which you won't want to miss. John Sammy Newman, uh, Daniel Kerr. It's Rex Hunt related as well. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward it's, to it. <laughs> Daniel Kerr's on yep. ball. Okay. as is Anthony Stevens. So oh. there's friction all over the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Given the duck, it's some strange. Yeah, okay. The ducks on a flank. Yeah. Uh, the talent drops off a cliff when you get to the bench. The bench you got, okay. you got Don Scott, who yep. again mm-hmm. is going to be. He's up coming up later. It's yeah. amazing. We've never talked about Don Scott on the show before. And today no. we'll talk about him twice. Uh, Gary Rowan, that there was a recent go. one. Yeah. Darren Creswell and Brad Miller. Yeah. Emergencies: a couple of Triple M stalwarts, Brad Seymour and Troy Luff. Well, well they're lucky to make any team. Will <laughs> it's probably the first time they've appeared <laughs> ever on a appeared. list like this ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> MJ, you came yeah. in here and said that you wanted to play me a podcast. I was doing Pod- a podcast within a podcast. That's right. Fun. I was doing a bit of competitor analysis on the way in yeah. this morning and monitoring. Um, they call monitoring. It. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they call it in radio. Because uh, I thought, see what other people who are doing podcasts, who are doing sports themed podcasts, are doing. Yeah. Maybe we could be inspired, take some ideas. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we're falling behind the pack. I just wanted to make sure that we were. You know, up up yeah. with some of the best. Absolutely. To know how to win the game, you need to know the rules. Yep. And to be the best, you've got to beat the best. So And I, you identified the best in the business as No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't identify the best. I was just I was scanning through people who might you know have a similar yeah. audience to ours. And the best sports podcast was in the country. Sam New- Sam Newman's podcast. Yeah. You can't be serious. You can't be serious. Which he does with Don Scott, the former Mm. Hawthorne player. Now, look, I don't want to be too critical about what other people do, but look, it's I lasted about ten minutes. It's um, not great. Out of curiosity, I played you another sports podcast that I listened to recently. We decided we can't play that. No, no, with a former AFL player. Yeah, way less fun than the one you're about to play. I haven't actually heard this, to be honest. No. Well, this is. an episode that was released yesterday. Yep. Um, it's Don and Sam. I think last week on the show, they must have had Rex Hunt on. Right. <laughs> we we, we oh. came across Rex Hunt once. Remember? Love Rex's work. We, we love uh, Rex. We uncovered a clip that went quite yep. well online. We did, yeah, yeah. The, um, the, who's, it was Doug Wade's massive dong. Donk. Donk. Donk? <laughs> I think it was Donk. Yeah. yeah. So if you, that was on our Facebook page if you haven't heard it. Oh, you should go and go and find that. The other time we came across Rex Hunt, were you and I were at uh, footy working for Triple M? Oh, of course. Sit, I forgot. Sitting yeah. out the back of a, at the Triple M box. It was my first time in the media box at the MCG. Was it really? Yeah. And we were sitting there and Rex Hunt stormed into the room with no pants on. 
and yelled out. Carrying a chair. Carrying a chair, yelling out, someone spilt coffee down my crack. <laughs> I, I got to get memory. some new pants. Coffee's <laughs> down my asshole That's crack. <laughs> I just thought this is what it must this be like. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> So Rex is pretty loose. It is. Rex is pretty loose. So have a listen to his, um, Sam Newman, um, a story about what happened when Rex once called him on the phone. I'm in the car with some people and he rings. This is true. This is absolutely true. And I've got, so I'm driving the car and I do the right thing. I have it on speakerphone. He said, hey, listen. (laughs) He said, he said, this is after we'd had a prostate ad. He said, can you still get a fat? He said, can you still get a fat uh, without injecting your cock or taking tablets? And I said, Don, just one minute. I've got people in the car. I'll take the phone off speakerphone. That's what they're doing over on the other it's podcast. Good to know that we're not sharing content. <laughs> uh, now, Will, did you watch the Super Bowl on Monday? Of course I did. It Love was, my American football. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Um, I was, I found myself in the Brady camp. I didn't know if I was going to be mm. in the lead up, but then he, it's just such an incredible story. He's won more Super Bowls than any club I know in NFL history. It's nuts, isn't it? And the thing that always disappointed me with him winning was I didn't think that he'd enjoy it yeah. like other people. I thought he'd just be all right onto the next one and not actually, yeah. Until this morning when all this video emerged mm. where he's, well, it's fair to say absolutely knackered. Loose as hell. As loose as anyone I've ever seen. He's got a $2 million yacht and he was just cruising around, pissed. Yeah. And at one point he grabbed the Vince Lombardi trophy. Yeah. And threw it to Rob Gronkowski on a neighboring boat. On another boat. It was like three meters apart. And there's footage of him getting off the boat back onto solid land. Yeah. And it's like something off Brown Cardigan. You wouldn't, you, really? like, you wouldn't, like, he's I hard, haven't caught that. You hardly can put one foot in front of the other, and he's being held out by some security guard. Good reference to Brown Cardigan. Don Scott and Sam Newman aren't talking about Brown Bre- Cardigan on their I podcast. I love it. Brown Cardigan is my favorite yeah. Instagram oh, page. That, and, and I've got a lot of favorites. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's the only one that doesn't start with a, a blue tick of a blonde woman. <laughs> <laughs> or brunette. I don't, or d- brunette. No, you don't just, discriminate. I don't discriminate. Um, so, Will, this video emerged. There it is there. I just got I it up for you. When he's in a peach t-shirt, can't yeah, even he's, oh, walk. he's being assisted. <laughs> yeah. like helping grandpa yeah. to the toilet. And so, so most people would be quite embarrassed by that kind of vision of themselves. Yeah. Especially, I thought, Tom Brady. Yeah. Who, you know, is Captain America and never put a foot wrong apart from, you know, a few incidents along the way, but they're Minor more sort ones. of on-field ones. Yeah. Um, he, he then, instead of just hiding it and pretending it didn't happen, yeah. he's responded to ESPN's video of him he's stumbling around. He's replied to the tweet. Yeah, and said, with incorrect spelling, deliberately, like having a gag, nothing to see here, just little avocado tequila. And avocado tequila is a, like a brand? I don't know. This is what Can I was you make to... avocado tequila? I've done a little bit of research in terms of oh, you what have. avocado is, I'm avocado tequila it. is. It looks more like a an avocado margarita comes up, right. but I'm not sure if there's actually a tequila called avocado tequila. So, Will, I want to know what it is. I want to know if anyone's tried it. Can you yeah. get in touch if you've tried avocado tequila? I can't find anything on it. Does yeah. it exist? I think there will be someone on Shark Tank next week with, this is avocado tequila, endorsed by Tom That's, Brady. Yeah. He seems loose enough that he'll tweet about it. So if it doesn't even exist, he might have just tweeted something into existence. Yeah. Because I think if you put avocado tequila on the shelf, yeah. in, on the shelves right now, 
Absolutely. I'd buy some just for a little t- taste. Then what's next? Pineapple vodka. That's a <laughs> lettuce gin. <laughs> a bit of lettuce gin. Pineapple vodka a sounds bit of, a bit too nice. That didn't land. Lettuce <laughs> gin. That lettuce works. gin. I think we could a bit of rocket r- rum. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, celery. What's the one that starts with? I was going to say citron, but that's Citr- a car yeah, brand. Um, Cognac. Cognac. <laughs> MJ, have you caught yeah. much of the tennis over no, the well, last you, few eight, days? Your eight minutes that you went and watched yesterday, um, beside uh, in between drinking Grange, yeah, uh, you've seen more than me apart from the Curious match last night. I, Did you watch? I watched most of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good result. It was a great result. I I think... He was down, and I was thinking because we said in the podcast a few weeks ago mm. that uh, how good would it be if it was Curious versus Novak? In a final or in the final, imagine. And I was, I was really tr- getting quite sad when he was two match points down. Yeah, thinking this could, this is the end of our dream. Yeah, but our dream is still alive, very much alive, because he played unbelievably in that last it, set or two. I think it's the most interested I've ever seen Kyrgios in really digging deep and wanting yeah. to win. He plays against himself more than anyone else. Mm. It feels like he's good tennis could beat anyone. Yeah, it's just he goes through these peaks and troughs. He just. Cracks the sads all the time. Yeah. And just like, doesn't want to, he has a go at people who are doing nothing. nothing. Like the umpire in the net, like. It, he, he can't get things out of his no. mind and once that's, it's in. You're watching him. Like This is when uh, in the fourth set, he is, um, you know, dug his way out of a massive hole. Yeah. You couldn't be more proud of him as an Australian and as a tennis player and you're going, this is our man. Yeah. Then he starts the fifth set and starts yelling at the umpire and about the less noise again. And, yeah, and I know. The little like, sensor thing. God. Mate, move on from that. Just you, And then he goes and kills him in the fifth set anyway. You're like, throwing it down Thunderbolt aces. Yeah. Just who cares? And returning things... everything that's coming near you. Oh. Oh. Anyway, good on you, Nick. He yeah. plays Dominic team next. If, so as soon I'm as he's out of the competition. The only two interesting things the competition is... Well, Him Ash and Ash Barty. Yeah. As soon as they're out. How's she going? She's playing right now. We're recording this on a on a Thursday after uh, early yeah. morning. Oh, is she playing during the day? She's playing, she? um, oh no, she starts at 12.20. Okay. Okay. Well, that'll, by the time this comes out. Everyone will know the result. She'll have won that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed this one also on the women's side of the draw. This yeah. was, uh, she, uh, her name is she, uh, Sue. She, Sue. Okay. I, I always struggle with the the reverse of the Asian name, which is the first and the surname, because sometimes it's written as Sue She. Oh, okay. But I think in her interview, it's mm. She Sue. And then okay. this this was on-court interviewer by the name of Brett Phillips. Mm-hmm. I don't know much of Brett's work, but he asked this question to her. She didn't love it. Still going strong at 35. Maybe the, the new 35, you know, is, is 31. So is there plenty what? more years left, do you think? On tour for you because so many players are, are playing great tennis in their 30s and even ticking towards 40. Uh, just little remind you in Asia, we normally don't say the girl's age in the public. Doubles <laughs> 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 down. You're, you're feeling pretty good. I mean, you look like you've got plenty of Move more. Move on, left. mate. But uh, I try my best uh, standing here. Thank you so much for your comment. <laughs> oh, she played that beautifully. How's the tennis crowd, though? Like, that was actually pretty oh. funny and they've lost it. But yeah. It was the equivalent of a moth being on There's the court. There's a moth on the court. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, the ball kid 
fumble the ball. Oh, that, and yeah, or the cheer the ball kid gets when he catches the ball. Oh, and oh, yeah, th- he mm. threw the towel back and then gave a little wink or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, the tennis crowd is it the most forgiving audience. It's, it's the, the I think because the game not much happens, so if yeah. anything slightly out of the ordinary happens, and you've got to be so quiet. Yeah, it's ner- I get nervous as... sitting in the stand at the tennis. Yeah. I sort of feel like I'm going to yell something out at the wrong time yeah. or stand up. My, my worst gonna nightmare squeak. is if a player sort of points you out if you're moving in the wrong spot at the wrong time. I think the quietness at tennis yeah. is a bit ridiculous. Yeah. What other sport other than golf, which I get because you're only there for, you, you know, you're performing an action yeah. that's just, you know, two seconds long. Mm. And if someone just goes, hey. Like that would actually really yeah, bother you. Imagine it at the footy if you had to be quiet. Yeah. Between goals, quiet. Like you're only allowed to cheer goals. They are now going to perform the bounce. <laughs> would be actually that would be bad. Sitting you, there. Could you could you do a video where you put the tennis crowd in an yeah. AFL game? Imagine yeah. some of the things you'd laugh at. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's a relief that you get to make a noise. Yeah, so exactly. just, yeah, yeah. So you laugh at anything. And those long rallies where it's like, oh, it, he scooped it up and the point's still alive and mm. then hit the net and oh, they're allowed yeah. to go, oh, 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 oh. you're yeah. allowed to do all that. Moth on the court. Oh! <laughs> and Will, that's it for today's show. And I'm saying it with more confidence every week because yeah. we are delivering weekly, which is what Jeez, we said we'd do. Momentum. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, download numbers are starting to go. It's like a snowball now. If, if you like the show, tell someone about it. Please that, do. That's what Howie says on the Howie games all the time, and it seems to work for him. So I listen to a podcast, and they say, it's an American guy. The best yeah. way to, to to build this yeah. podcast is to tell people, tell yeah. your friends to listen to it. If so that's to it. word of mouth. That's and, the key. Uh, and if, if we don't, if we stop doing this, then you're stuck with Sam Newman's yeah. podcast. Look, that's we, pretty much. We doing, know. The alternatives doing, aren't great. They're not great. It's, it's in your best interest to keep it going because otherwise you're yeah. stuck with, you can't be serious. We have listened Don't to Scott. the alternatives. Have, they're no good. And as far as I know, Will, there's no other there's light-hearted no other. sports shows on who, who anywhere. Who of this? No. This is an original. sports podcast. It's an original idea. So everyone, We are a unicorn in the market. Tell someone about <laughs> it because we need people. It's such an unusual concept. Two yeah. blokes talking about sport that yeah. we need people to know about it. Absolutely. Mm. So, two two white Australian men talking, talking about, about sport. sport yeah. It's so unusual it's just, I know. and unique. People, I tell people about it and they go, what? You're doing that like a, you just speak? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And they can't believe it. So if everyone yeah. out there listening to this show, and the hundreds of you. Literally dozens. If you ever all tell one, <laughs> you all tell one person, our audience will double. And then next week, there'll be more people double, double. It'll be, it'll be like, a, like a pyramid like scheme. A, yeah. I was thinking those Russian dolls. The Bushka doll. <laughs> That'll anyway, do. You can message us on Facebook, Will and MJ. Yep. Instagram, you're keeping right across Instagram. We want mate. this to babushka blow up. <laughs> One person tells another smaller person. 